Good morning. It is Tuesday, March the 12th, and this is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, and I'm Laura Hurd. And I realize it's been quite a while since I've been on, and I was thinking about that before I started recording. <laughs> and, you know, they say that it's good to keep, when you have a podcast, to publish on a regular basis um, because the listeners like that. <laughs> and I realize that. And, you know, I try to do as much as I can with my podcast and my Real Life Moms by Laura Heard Facebook page. And, you know, and I was thinking about why I do these things. And I understand there are ways that I could go about doing it differently. But, you know, my why is because I want to help um, parents in the autism community. And, you know, my mindset, I think, if there's something that I can share that I've learned that would help another parent, that's why I I do these things. And with my Real Life Moms by Laura Heard Facebook page, I do a lot of sharing on there um, with articles that I see that are helpful. Maybe it's um, some new research that has come out or an inspiring story about a children with special needs or anything like that. And that's why I do that on Facebook. Now, with my Instagram account, I have not been as active because honestly, I don't share on there because like with Facebook, I can't read articles from people that I follow on Facebook, like news outlets and different things. It's just not beneficial in the in why I, I share these things. So it's the whole reason that I do this. And then, of course, on Twitter, I kind of share, I would share things from Instagram and Facebook alike, or things, more things that are inspiring me at the moment. Like right now, I'm doing a Bible study called Experiencing God. And if you have not ever done that story, maybe you're looking for a Bible study right now. I highly, highly recommend this study. I've done it before in the past. Um, probably almost like around six or seven years ago. And it was a huge blessing. And I'm going through th some things right now that I felt led to do that Bible study again, because it helped me so much in the past. It's really learning about your relationship with God and um, doing God's will. And, you know, it's just, it's a very rich study that is very beneficial. So I highly recommend that. And so I've been focusing a lot on my own personal walk with the Lord. And anytime I give out information, I don't just do it for entertainment purposes. I honestly want to help someone either spiritually or just strictly in the autism community based on what I've learned. So today's lesson, lesson, <laughs> today I'm going to be sharing with you about something that I has kind of come full circle. So I feel confident that I'm able to share that with you all now as I've seen has helped my son and something that has been a blessing and just really awesome on how I'm able to 
come from a different perspective being a homeschool parent and things that I do here that has benefited him and myself because it's just, it gives me peace when I know, okay, because (laughs) it gives me peace because I feel like that I'm doing something right. So when I've taken on this role in his life as not only his mother and caregiver, but also his teacher, there's a lot of times when I do, I get discouraged and because I feel like that I don't know what I'm doing. And he leads the way a lot of the time because I, it's just not a typical setting and it can't be. And, you know, I wrestle with that sometimes when I feel like we should be at a certain point and we're not, but this is our walk. <laughs> and if you're listening and you homeschool your child or or not, or if you just have a child with autism and they go to public school, I mean, you know that every walk is different regardless if you have a child with autism or not. But when you have a child with special needs, it just kind of gets a little bit more complicated because you're looking for, you're just hoping you're doing things right. (laughs) And really, you, you know, that's all you can do is hope and pray and know that you're being led by God. So today we're talking about tips on teaching life skills to your child with autism. And I know this is a big deal. And um, I've seen mothers that I follow on Facebook that have older children that are like 18 and older. Um, One of them, let me pull this information up. I don't want to get the name wrong. And I I feel so terrible that I don't know the name because I should because I follow this, this lady. And she has been a huge inspiration for me. Um, and I know his name is Stephen, and there it is. So I just found it. I just didn't want to get it wrong. I wanted to direct you all to the right resource. So growing up, Stephen, a family's journey with autism. You need to go follow her now. (laughs) No matter how old your child is, you need to go over and follow Growing Up Stephen, A Family's Journey with Autism on Facebook. She shares, she's on Instagram as well. She shares so many things that have helped me just really confirm what I'm doing with my five-year-old son here at home. And it's just, it's just been such a blessing. And so she has a perspective. Her son is, is older. Um, I can't think of how old he is right off the bat, but he's at least 18. And so she shares from her perspective and things she's learned. And like I said, it's really great to have that confirmation and encouragement. So go follow her. And she did not ask me to mention her name. It's just something that I really just came up with right off the cuff here because I want to share with you all these resources. So talking about teaching life skills, I understand that the spectrum of autism varies greatly. So you need to apply this information based on what you know about your child. And I always want to stress that anytime I talk about these things, because I I want to relate and let you all know that I do understand that this there is a spectrum of autism and my son's five and he's able to do these things your son may be the same age and be more advanced or 
than my child. So, you know, just kind of take these things, those things into consideration. So something that I have learned about my son that I've been able to tune into, and God's kind of helped me with that, that he loves to help with things that he is able to do right now. So one thing, the biggest thing right now that he's helping with that is really a life skill that takes steps and knowing how to do something to complete a task um, is making coffee. So I have a Keurig. And if you don't know what a Keurig is, it's a coffee maker that you use what's called K-cups. They're these little cups that you put in the top and you just pull the top down and it makes one cup of coffee. And you have to pour water in to the reservoir. So anytime I found myself making coffee, he would just run over to me excitedly. And, you know, he would get very upset if I didn't let him do something So I started with letting him pour the water in to the reservoir and he, you know, he got better at that. You know, there were some messes that were made (laughs) where water was kind of just poured out on the side of it. And that's okay because I understand that he has to get get a feel for things and learn how to do these things because he has apraxia. So that's very, that was a huge deal when he was able to, you know, use that mechanism to turn the cup over and know the weight of the cup as the water was pouring out and where to place it. So it was a very big deal. So we started there and he just seemed so eager. And I thought, you know, I'm going to take this as an opportunity and let let him just do it and see. Of course, I was standing there with him and he's watched me so many times, he really already knew the process. So we went through the whole process. It was a few times. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to (laughs) give him the reins on this. And so one morning I woke up and I said, Miles, you know, do you want to make my coffee. And of course, of course, he was so eager and he's got a little stool and he, he uses that for different things all around the house when he wants to reach things or do things. So he, we, he was already using that and he knew to go get the stool and he was just so excited and he did an amazing job. So even down to putting sugar in my coffee, I use like a teaspoon of sugar and this, I have this little container that the sugar's in that I leave out. I left everything out for him. And he was there and he was doing it. And so now it's been almost a week. And he's, every morning, I ask him if he wants to make my coffee. So he goes in there, he turns it on. He pulls out the drawer where the K-cups are. He puts a K-cup in the top. And he, if there's water that needs to be put in there, I'll leave a cup out for him and he puts water in it. And then once he knows when it's ready, the lights turn blue and he knows which button to push, which is the big cup. <laughs> and he knows how to pull it down. It, he makes it. He's very careful when he transports it from, it's a very short distance from where the coffee maker is to where the sugar is. 
He knows it's hot. He understands that. I've, ta- you know, I've, I've taken into consideration the whole safety of the liquid being hot and that there's a needle that's in the top of the Keurig machine. So I just want to give you that disclaimer if you're listening and you're thinking, oh no, he's going to get hurt. Because trust me, if anyone is overprotective of my son the most, it's me. So I've taken all these things into consideration that he does understand and we've talked about. And so that he does that and puts the, the spoonful of sugar. And then it's just, it's it, it encourages him and it gives him confidence and he gets so excited. And of course, I'm excited because I can have him working on that, you know, while I'm getting out of bed. <laughs> so it's a win-win situation. And another thing that I did, I'm just going to share a couple more things with you all to kind of just give you an idea, maybe something that you can start looking for opportunities. And so I went grocery shopping a couple weeks ago and I had some toilet paper and we put our toilet paper in a cabinet on the bottom shelves in our bathroom that has doors on it. So, and another thing that I implemented when I did this, because I was trying to help, he's never, he's never seen anyone do this. I, sometimes I will get my older son to help, like as we're bringing in groceries and go ahead and getting out of the way, I'll say, go, you know, go put this in the cabinet. So I thought, you know what, my Miles can do this. My youngest son can do this. This is very simple. So what I did was I went ahead and opened the packages kind of hard to open even for me. So I went ahead and opened that so he wouldn't get frustrated right off the bat and just shut down. So I had it open. Everything, all, every roll was easy to it, it was accessible to him. And so he was in the other room and I said, Miles, come in here. He's kind of hesitant because he didn't know what was going on. And one thing that my he's very interested in is doing video recordings of himself on my phone. He is obsessed with himself per se, <laughs> but he just it's an it's just something that I've noticed that I mean God uses it, and I can't really explain how, but when he sees himself doing something, it's almost like it reinforces and brings back to memory. And if he, he's a very visual learner. So when he can see something like that and watch, he's going to pick it up so much more quicker. So he had that phone, of course. And I said, here, let me record you doing this. So what I did was I, sh- I you know, I showed him the whole step. I did one, one or two myself, open the door and I'm talking through each step you know, tell him what this is. This is toilet paper. He knows what toilet paper is. I just kind of reinforced that. This is where the toilet paper goes. You open the cabinet and there was a few rolls that were still in there. So I said, look, there's, this is where we keep the toilet paper. And I had the, the package there sitting in the floor, which was already open, like I said, so he wouldn't get frustrated and shut down because he does have a tendency to do that. And I knew that about him. So these are things you can take into consideration as you're thinking about your own own child. Maybe your child would enjoy opening the package and they would see it as a challenge. And maybe they just love the feel of pulling and opening and discovering things. You know, totally do that if you think that would actually help your child. For mine, it, I knew it wouldn't. <laughs> so kind of, you know, you can adjust these things. So 
I, I said, I'm going to record you putting the toilet paper on the shelf in the cabinet. And he was all about it. So once he realized that I was recording him, then he he just thought it was really cool. And then he completed a task. And guess what? It was on video. He got to watch himself. And then he could go back and watch it if he wanted to. And then, of course, there was praise. So that is just more confidence that he's gaining, knowing that he may not be able to do this one thing that his peers are doing, but look what he can do. And that's going to just build his confidence. You have to look for things that will build their confidence on things that they can do. Look, you know, don't think about what they can't do. Think about what they can do and focus on that and bring that back. Find opportunities to build that confidence. Because I think with my son, a lot of the issue, if we go into something new, even like, let's say it's speech therapy and and he shuts down. He just needs a boost of confidence. Do something, walk away from whatever it is that's frustrating you and him both, probably, if you're trying to teach him something new. And, you know, sometimes I have to give it a few days even, but look for opportunities in the meantime to build that confidence. And then based on what kind of day that your child's having, if you think, okay, we're going to try this again, come back to it. And that has helped us. And we have been able to work through that new thing because we've had opportunities that I've taken for with things that I knew that he could do and things that I could praise him and build that confidence level up. And even if it's something that he's done a million times, but I can still say, yeah, look, yay, good job. And he's going to feel better about himself and more capable and like, okay, I remember I can do that. So maybe I can do this new thing. Okay, so one more thing that I've let him help me with is putting bottles of water in the fridge. So we buy bottle cases of bottled water, like 24 or 32 bottles in a pack. And of course, I've got to open that package. That's something you'll probably have to do unless your child knows how to use scissors. Maybe you can help direct him how to cut the package open. Maybe they're strong enough to rip it open based on how old your child is or their strength. Um, but I went ahead, you know, I'll go ahead and open it down the middle so every bottle is exposed and he can just easily grab it so we put the bottles of water on the bottom shelf in the fridge and i showed him that and that's super easy for him and it was similar to the toilet paper um but he he knows where the water is kept in the fridge because he'll go and grab one when he when he gets thirsty so you know with the toilet paper he wasn't aware of any of it. He knew the only thing he knew about that situation was he knows what toilet paper is. That was the only thing we had because everything else was new. But this, in this case, he knows where the bottled water is. He, he knows what bottled water is. So he just had to learn, oh, okay, this is how we put bottled water up. And so that was an easier task for us to do. And now he eagerly helps with that. And What's funny is that Miles, his name actually means servant. <laughs> That's something that I learned a long time ago, like when we were picking out names for him. And we were always, its I just think it's fun to look at meanings of names because in the Bible, names meant a, a lot. What a person's name went really 
sometimes God even changed people's names in the Bible and it had a meaning and he did that on purpose. And so that's, that was kind of interesting when we came across that name and my husband and I both liked the name, just the way it looked and sounded. And then it's like, oh, look, this is what this means. How cool is that? So, and I really think that's the name that God wanted him to have because he just loves, he loves helping. And he's just very eager, eager with certain things. And so you just look for opportunities that maybe you see your child's already kind of interested in. And, or maybe it's something you feel like that they can't do, but they're really, they want to do it every time you go to do a certain task and they want to help. And you're like, no, if you don't think they can do it, maybe give them a chance and maybe they can do it. And, and you just be patient, take them through the steps. It may take a few times doing that task over and over. And hey, break out the video camera on your phone or your tablet, whatever, and maybe implement that. Maybe that's something that your child may not be interested in at first, but a new idea and saying, hey, look, we're going to video record you. And them seeing themselves doing it, maybe they... <laughs> they that'll help them maybe they are a visual learner as well and they can say oh that's cool and they get excited seeing themselves on camera doing that new thing and that also helps with confidence as well so just touching back that is that's been one of the biggest blessings with our homeschool journey because I'm able to more keenly tune in to how our days have been going up to a certain point to when I'm getting ready to introduce a new task, um, keening, tuning into um, just up to the very minute and second of before I teach him to do something. What is he doing? How has his day been going that day? What is he doing at the moment before I ask him to do something? How can I help transition him? And again, the video part has been very helpful in that. And he'll even video do it himself doing the coffee. And he just, he'll do, do that on his own now because he loves the way that <laughs> the sound of the Keurig when it brews the coffee, he thinks it's hilarious. So just pick up on little things like that and try to tune into that. And I know life skills are a big thing in the autism community that growing up, Stephen, she talks a lot about that. And they even, she's talked about how they go to the gym and she's, they're very big on, on staying healthy in that aspect. And I think that's wonderful and staying active and, you know, that's one priority that she has made for herself and her son. So that's, that's so cool that that's something that I can now be thinking about. So she's sharing that. And that's, you know, that's why we do these things is to give another autism parent a, a new idea. Yes, honey. Okay. Give me just a minute. And, um, so Go follow Growing Up Stephen on Facebook and Instagram. And I hope this has helped someone. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's a daily walk with the Lord and a daily walk with your child with autism. As you know, you you just, you never know what kind of day they're going to have. And um, it's just, it's just wonderful to be able to tune in to that and learn your child and that's that's what I do is I study him and 
and try to be led by God and say, okay, this is in God's hands. It is. And this is not in my own strength at all. And that's where God gets the glory. And, you know, some things I've been praying about lately kind of goes along with that is I'm trying to just be led by God in everything that I do. And especially, you know, I know he has me here for a reason with my son. And I just want to have the most impact in bringing him glory in that way. So, again, anytime that you all have any questions, please reach out to me on Twitter, on Facebook, um, Instagram, but I will probably see it quicker if it's on Facebook or Twitter even. So any questions, concerns, if you want to vent, <laughs> please reach out to me. And again, I hope this has helped someone. And if it has, please let me know because I don't, I'm trying to figure out who my listeners are. What are you interested in? What do you want to hear more about? So please, I would love feedback just to say, I, I love your podcast. I get a lot out of it, or I've listened to one episode and no more, but I, I got something out of that one episode, you know, just so I know that, okay, well, I need to do more of that. And me sharing about autism is, you know, helping you all. So um, again, thank you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And do you want to say hi, Miles? Say hi. Hi, Miles. <laughs> say hi. Hi. <laughs> Good job. What do you want to do, buddy? I'm Miles. You want to say hi? Okay. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Good. Okay. So I'll let you go. And God bless you. Have a wonderful week.